Hello and welcome to the Third and Long Podcast, the only podcast for NFL punters. I'm your host, Grant Lee. Third and Long Podcast is brought to you by Little Birdie TV, topsport.com.au, Punt Inform, and the home of comedy, The Comics Lounge. It gives me great pleasure to welcome into the, stu- into the studio Mr. Nick Tedeschi, or as he's formerly known as Top Rope, or as I would like to call him, Four and Effing O. How are you, mate? Big week on the punt. Yeah, look, it's good to be here. Uh, false start last week, but uh, uh, we're uh, we're away this week. Uh, yeah, four and oh, we uh, we got it thanks to uh, MG coming out of uh, retirement. Tom Brady asked to uh, uh, get the job done last week. It's uh, good to be here with you, fellas. No, MG was on fire, and thank you once again for that, MG. Also, let's welcome in live from downtown Miami, Florida. Our NFL tipping machine, Jerry Jones, mate, a solid two and two week with your shoebox picks. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. I mean, it was a uh, glad to have football back. It was a strange week one with some funny bounces going each way, but uh, I guess we'll get into that two and two. You know, it is what it is. I, I would have liked to have been better, but there was a lot of carnage last week with some 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 weird upsets and some weird results. That's all good, mate. Now, for anyone who didn't get on the packages over the weekend, you must be insane. Head to littlebirdie.live, hit the shop. Uh, You can get uh, top ropes picks to the house or you can jump on Jerry Jones at the shoebox. Make sure you do that because I did and now my kids are eating caviar and lobster. So let's jump straight into it. Jerry, the Dallas Cowboys. Dak's injured. He's out for four to eight weeks. They were the only team in week one that did not score a touchdown. Mate, they are becoming irrelevant. I mean, I can't believe you started there, you of all people. Uh, I mean, this is – I'm surprised you didn't shed a tear for that. I mean, to be honest with you, and you're not going to like to hear this, even without – even with Dak, uh, that team looked bad. They looked really bad. They missed Amari Cooper. Um, they missed some offensive line, and, and Dak wasn't playing well. Let's not call it, you know, let's not just say Dak injuries would kill them. They weren't winning that game uh, with or without Dak. Um, Seems like he avoided huge bad news. Jerry Jones was talking about maybe getting him back in five weeks as opposed to eight. But we'll see how that goes. Uh, Dallas in a lot of trouble. And like I was telling you guys off camera, I mean, two and two week. But I I did tout the Giants to win that division, a 14 division, a plus 10 to one. I do like my chances. They beat Tennessee. And Dallas is lost Dak. So, I mean, it's a three-team race between Washington, Philly, and New York. And if I'm taking 10-1, to of course I'm not the best team, but I like my spot. I tell you what, Jerry, I cannot cry anymore. The amount of tears that I I shed this week. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on to a gun. Lamar Jackson turned down $180 million guaranteed. He's betting on himself. So, technically, he's the biggest punter out there. Great start. 200 yards passing. What did you think, top right? Yeah, look, it's hard to measure up how good Lamar is when he's he's playing a kind of, you know, impotent team like the Jets. But, you know, it it was, yeah, he did all he had to do, Lamar. And, yeah, you've got to respect him backing himself. You know, the the quarterback market's obviously, you know, going through the roof at the moment. Yeah, well done for backing himself. I think Baltimore in a great position to, to, to win the division. I think they were one of my... Uh, better division bets to in in, in the preseason and, and you know, certainly haven't haven't backed away from after week one after Cincinnati's poor performance. So 
Yeah, look, I, I think uh, Lamar's in a very good spot to, to exceed what he was offered. Yeah, so at uh, topsport.com.au, they did open up at 33-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl, so I did have a cheeky little couple of units on that. So also two guys, for the first time ever in the history, we had a division where a team that did play a division game, all four teams did not win. The Texans, the Colts, the Jags, and the Titans. <laughs> Jerry, is this the worst division in football? Well, I like how you said that. You said all that did not win because there was a tie in there, right? So uh, it's not like everyone lost, but I, I don't know. It, it, it could be. It should be. The Colts are still the cream of the crop there, but Jacksonville didn't look terrible. They fell apart late. I mean, Houston, they, they played tough. They should have won that game. I think they were up 20 to three in the fourth quarter. Um, but yeah, I guess for right now, week one, they are the worst division in football. We'll see how that breaks. But for now, they do hold that title. So the stats have come in from preseason. Uh, we we basically had 11 quarterbacks that did not take a snap during preseason. So for week one, they went three and eight. And one of those games, two of the quarterbacks that did not play in the preseason played each other. Is it time that the owners and the general managers got their starters to play week one? Oh, sorry, to play in the preseason top run? Yeah, I think it's I think it's crazy to, to to expect to go into a season cold. You know, especially you know you look at the world the world stage. You know, you look at you know, the NRL in Australia. You look at the English Premier League. Yeah, you know, obviously the different sports, but. No season runs as short as the NFL. So every game, that, that therefore kind of boosts the importance of, of every single game. And, and, and to go in cold and to expect to warm up during the season, I think is absolute madness. Like, yeah, you could lose your start in preseason. Absolutely. No doubt about that. You could lose him in week one for the Dallas Cowboys. So your injuries happen in, in, in collision sports like, like, you know, gridiron, like, uh, uh, the NRL, like you know, any of these kind of high contact sports, you've got to run that risk because I think you're better off kind of rolling into the season and, and getting ready to win those early season games than not. So a little birdie tells me in a bit of gossip news, getting off the football field, that uh, Tom Brady and Giselle fighting. Uh, she was looking forward to finally, after 23 years, spending Christmas and Thanksgiving together. The kids were excited and poor old Tom was retired for two months. Um, you know, it's it's pretty hard to live with a supermodel. Myself, um, I have super sperm, Jerry. Uh, mate, true story. My wife was on a netball trip in Cairns. Uh, I was in Melbourne and uh, I impregnated her. So the only thing I could think of is uh, super sperm, mate. So what do you think about that, mate? Are we going to see the two great people split by the end of the year or uh, will they make it through? I mean, I think we need uh, we need Mark for this segment, don't we? Isn't he the Brady Patriot Buck guy? Um, yeah, uh, you know, it's it's just a, a much to do about nothing. I mean, as much as she may hate it, and as much as she wants him home, uh, she'd be become the most hated woman in America if she forced him to retire mid season. So I think he'll get through the season, and I think that'll be it. I think uh, we've heard enough of this story. I think it'll go away, uh, but who knows? I mean. Uh, if, if they if they get off to and they did win week one, but let's say they were three and five or something like that, who knows? Maybe he can call it quits. But I think she'll keep her mouth shut for this season at least, and then they'll fight again in the offseason. 
Well done, boys. Let's uh, let's close off segment one. Uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back with segment two to the house. And welcome back. It's time for To The House, brought to you by topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with topsport.com.au. So, boys, let's do our bookie wrap for week one. Uh, Basically, the favourites was uh, we got 10 out of 16 for 62%. Uh, the covers were eight out of sixteen for fifty percent. The total, the over totals was five out of sixteen for thirty-one percent, and the home teams was six out of sixteen for thirty-seven percent. So, boys, like I said before, week one, uh, you guys did extremely well. Uh, I did have to buy my son some new basketball shoes, so thank you very much. So. With your package that you've got there, top rope to the house, mate, would you like to take us through how you went? Yeah, it was a good week. Uh, early season, I, I like to find an underdog and I like to find uh, an under. And we uh, we went with uh, three dogs and an under uh, and no real sweats in there at all. The Houston plus seven and a half, it was ends up you know, 20 apiece, but uh, um, they led 23, so plus the good. Atlanta plus five, again, they lost by a point late, but... Uh, Never really in danger as they blew it. They again blew another fourth quarter lead. Uh, Pittsburgh plus six and a half. That was sweet once we went to uh, once we went to OT. Uh, some sweats there, and then the under forty one and a half. That line I think dropped dramatic. I'm not sure Jermaine Jerry's got the final number there, but I think that fell to kind of 38, 38 and a half once the um, once the the kind of the the, the I guess the the volume of the rank was found. They were they were doing slip and slides. Uh, uh, at the end of the game, so um, yeah, wild wild conditions at Soldier Field. So, but yeah, four and over after a good start, and uh, it's always nice to uh, play with the house cash. Boys, amazing job! Now, Jerry, uh, the shoebox, mate. Let us know how you went. Yeah, I mean, it was just choppy. Uh, two and two, a couple of games that uh, could have went the other way. I was very happy with the Giants play. I was happy with the Dolphins play. Um, you know, Carolina. I could have got a push there late. They were they were leading. They gave up a 58-yard field goal, which uh, doesn't usually happen. Uh, Cade York, the rookie out of LSU, drilled one through there. So I could have got a push there. The Saints game was very odd. Um, they played terrible. They jumped out early. The middle quarters, the late, late first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, they just looked terrible. They put up 200 yards of offense in the fourth quarter. Uh, they win the game, but they don't cover. So we'll just call it, you know, break even. We'll move on. I'm not... I, I, I think I would play the same plays again if they played the week over again. And I'm just happy with my my thought process. The, the wins and losses will come later. Guys, amazing job. Six and two. For, for anyone who didn't get involved in these packages, you must be out of your mind. Head to littlebirdie.live, hit the shop, get the packages, tell your friends. Let's all make some money out of this great game. So, boys, with that said, let's jump into game one. New England at Pittsburgh at beautiful 3 a.m. on ESPN. Uh, We have the Pats minus two and a half, and the total is 40. So the Pats looked terrible against Miami. Uh, No one has any idea who is calling the plays, but I have heard a little rumor that Mac Jones has an injury to his back. Where is the play on this one, Jerry? Okay, so uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but this will be part of the 
charity hunt here. Uh, New England Patriots, this is the play. It's the only way to go. Mac Jones, yeah, a little bit banged up. Uh, I, I'm not too worried about it. They talked about it today. He will play. Uh, it did creep up, and then they said he missed practice, and people were uh, worried about if it was COVID. Listen, that Pittsburgh Steeler game, Cincinnati had five turnovers, maybe more. Burrow had five himself, and it came down to a field goal. Probably should have lost. If you get five turnovers in the NFL and you don't win by 30, something's wrong. Uh, Steelers, not good. I'm just going to tell you that. They won last week. More power to them. New England looked horrible. Pittsburgh was lucky to get a win. Bounce back for both teams. I like New England big in this spot. Boys, match two. Miami at Baltimore, Monday morning, 3 a.m. ESPN. The line, the Ravens are minus three and a half. The total is 45. Jackson will play out of his mind. This could be a tryout for the Dolphins. Uh, Miami is overhyped. They're overconfident. Tua should have been picked off a lot more. Uh, and, boys, Miami's coming up against a really good defense. Who are we backing in this one, Top Rock? Yeah, don't love this game from a side point of view. Probably lean towards the uh, the Ravens. They've covered 9 of 12 against a winning team. But uh, Dolphins are not a horrible spot for them here. They've covered 6 of 8 as a road dog. But uh, bet I really do like in this one. The under 45, we saw the unders do incredibly well in, in week one. Uh, the under is uh, 8 and 2 when Miami are off a win, 5 and 0 on the road. Unders 19 and 7 when Baltimore have uh, allowed less than 15, 6 0 in their favourites. So, um, big, big under spot here for, for this game. So, the under 45 will be my play this week. Game three, boys. Now, I will be up for this one 3 a.m. Tampa Bay at New Orleans on 7 mate. The line is Bucks minus three. The total is 44 and a half. Boys, I've got a stat for you. The Saints are 4-0 and against Tom Brady. The Saints' defense has worked him out. Brady left a lot of points on the field last week against the terrible Cowboys, and Michael Thomas was absolutely amazing. Who you got there, Jerry? The terrible Cowboys. Man, that had to hurt you. I don't know who put I know, that I'm in sorry. there to torture you. They've, they've really hurt me. If you remember last week, Saints were my sleeper to win the Super Bowl at like 30-1. to Um the reason being is they have Brady's number. You 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 pointed out four and zero, but four and zero in the regular season, the one that mattered, he did beat the Saints in the playoffs. So it's actually four and one in the last five. But yes, four and zero in the regular season. Their defensive line, they get to Brady, they bother him up the middle. Uh, it's something that he has a problem solving. Both teams look like mass units. The uh, injury list is extremely big for both teams. I'm going to go with the home team plus the three. I'll take my three points and look for another Saints win over Tom Brady. Love it, Jerry. Now, boys, match four, Arizona at the Las Vegas Raiders. Monday, 6.25 a.m. on 7, mate. The line is minus six. The total is 51.5 points. Boys, Arizona was terrible last week. Raiders fans show up, and they're going to make it very loud and very uncomfortable for Mr. Kyler Murray. Where should the punters put their dollars, top right? Yeah, I think this line is a huge overreaction to week one. Uh, I agree that Arizona aren't great this year. I'm not high on the Raiders at all. I thought they played reasonably well against a pretty handy Chargers side, but this is a good spot for the Cardinals. They've covered 20 out of 26 as a road underdog under, under 
Kingsbury. They've got a six their last eight as a dog. Good angle here as well. Week two underdogs of six or fewer off a week one loss have covered 64 of the last 99 occasions. So good spot for Arizona. Uh, Raiders, fairly unreliable as a favourite, covered just 20 of 66. So that goes back a, a fair way, but haven't covered any of their last four as a home favourite either. So I know we've got a new era with uh, um, McDaniels uh, running the the, the, the the Vegas side, but I'm going to go with the Cardinals. That number here is too big. Now, for everyone that knows me, I will be in the fetal position for this one. This is game five. Cincinnati at Dallas, Monday, 6.25 a.m., ESPN, the line is Bengals minus 7.5. The total is 42. Boys, the Dallas Cowboys did not score a touchdown last week. They were the only team not to. Now they go into week two starting with Cooper Rush. Uh, No one really knows who he is. I don't even know what number he is. Uh, Joe Burrow will bounce back after being embarrassed by the Steelers. Do we have any love for the Cowboys, Jerry? I guess I, I must have lost a coin flip uh, before the show started. How did I get this game? This is the toilet bowl over here, right? <laughs> Dallas without Dak. I mean, seven and a half point fav- I mean, dog at home. That doesn't happen that often in this league. And uh, without even talking to top rope, I'm sure he's going to agree. Uh, there's really no a- analysis here. I'm taking the touchdown plus at home. Cooper Rush in a similar spot last year. Okay, it was against the worst Vikings team. He came out and beat the Vikings. Uh, they were at home. They were a big dog. And, you know, I, I, he played pretty well. He's not the answer. Um, short notice, since he not being able to prepare for him. I, I think he could sneak this one, just keep it close. They're probably going to lose, hopefully, by somewhere between three and seven. And, uh, like I said, not much to say about it other than give me the touchdown plus at home. Home field, it doesn't mean as much as usual. But that Dallas crowd will get behind Cooper, and I think uh, they'll keep it close. Well, I hope you are right, Jerry. So, match six, Chicago at Green Bay, Monday, 10.20 a.m. ESPN. The line Packers at a minus 10, total 41. Will Aaron Rodgers bounce back and own the Bears like he has done every year? Or will Justin Fields look amazing like he did in the last quarter? And when he did the slide through the water at the end of the game, where is the love on this one, Top Rope? Yeah, not filled with confidence here, mainly because Rogers has just like you mentioned dominated the Bears. And I kind of go back to last year when when you know, Rogers had a, a shocker against the Jags in Week One, and then they bounced back, and you know, he, he started his run to MVP. So a little concerned, but I, I do love divisional underdogs in, in the first couple of weeks, sixty thirty eight and one against the spread. Those getting three and a half or more, 35 and 23 against the spread. Yeah, big number here for the Bears. Oh, I'm, I'm not full of confidence with the Packers covering is one of the last six of the favorite. I'm going to go with the Bears plus 10. Very low confidence though. Boys, we're nearly there. So the seventh match is Tennessee at Buffalo. Tuesday, 9.15 a.m. on ESPN. The line is Bills minus 10. The total is 48. Uh, boys, primetime games, uh, the, the Bills looked absolutely sensational last week against the, the Super Bowl Rams. Uh, I did go back and have a look at the uh, the replay a couple of times. I think Josh Allen was lucky on a lot. He had a couple of turnovers, a few overthrows. Which direction are you pointing on this one, Jerry? Right, so this is one I really like here. Uh, <clears throat> normally I'd be loving to back the Titans here. 
Bills look like world beaters. They beat the Super Bowl champs and they beat them handily. They look like they didn't belong in the same field. And the Titans lost to the Giants. So it's a huge bounce back for both teams, especially in week two. But instead of going, you know, with the dog here, I'm going to go under. There's only one way that Tennessee wins this game. Uh, and that's to control the clock, control the ball, keep Josh Allen off the field. Now, it's easy to say that going into a game, but Tennessee has the team that can do that. They have Derrick Henry. They got Tannehill scrambling on third down. They can keep away the ball from Josh Allen, and that's the only way they can win. And they still might not win it, but uh, that's the way they have to play. Under 49 is the way to go on this play. I don't, I, and I like it pretty big too. Amazing, Jerry. Thank you. So, boys, the final game on the Australian program is the uh, is, is one of my favorites for this week. And I hate to say it because I'm a Cowboys fan, but it is game number eight, Minnesota at Philadelphia, Tuesday, 10.30 a.m. ESPN. The line is Eagles minus one. The total is 51. History tells us when Kirk Cousins is in prime time, he falls apart and he is on the road in hostile hostile place in Philadelphia. What do we think about this one, Top Rope? Yeah, I, I, I don't buy into the, the Philadelphia hype at the moment. I am um, no rap on Jalen Hurts. Uh, I, I'm not sure about Nick Sirianni. They pushed the... Um, yeah, they got pushed by the Lions last week. I, I thought Minnesota were pretty impressive. I'm just not sure how the Eagles are going to contain Justin Jefferson. I think he, well, yeah, I'm not Robinson Crusoe here, but he's you know, obviously the best wide receiver in, in the NFL at the moment. Uh, and just a little angle that I'm, I'm pretty keen to play here as well. Small home favourites, less than a field goal, non-divisional games, week one to four. Last decade, 15, 26 against the spread. So I think Minnesota might be a little bit of value at the small, the small number just as they were against the Packers in week one. So uh, playing Minnesota small. Amazing job there, boys. For, for all the punters out there, check out littlebirdie.live. Head to the Little Birdie shop. Uh, you will find to the house or the shoebox available for $22 a week. If you're serious about being an NFL punter, get onto these packages, guys, because these two boys are the best in the business. So enjoy your punting, boys, and have a lot of fun. Top Rope, can you please update us? What your opinion is on the Super Bowl prices? Yeah, so bills have kind of firmed up a bit. They're in to, to, to five dollars fifty. The Rams are kind of at the back door, but at the sixteen dollars. Baltimore have been a big mover as well, seventeen dollars. Yeah, looking at that front page betting, I, I, you know, I think the you know, charges currently in action as we record the podcast here. Uh, I think at twelve dollars uh, present as, as a fair bit of value there, and I, I still like the Ravens at seventeen dollars. All right, guys, it's the my favorite part of the show. Each week, all three panelists. Get $100 to invest, sponsored by topsport.com.au, and we get to pick the game for our chosen charity. So just to have a recap from week one, uh, Top Rope for Ronald McDonald House put his $100 on Houston at plus seven. That's a victory there, Top Rope. Jerry for the Lost Dogs home in North Melbourne put his $100 on the Panthers line at minus one and a half. That just missed out. And myself, I for the Royal Children's Hospital, I put my $100 on the Lions plus four and a half. And as you can see on the screen, that was a win, guys. So uh, two from three is not too bad. All right, so boys, let's make some more money for some charities. Top Rope, who have you got this week? 
Yeah, I'm writing the Saints this week, so I uh, like the uh, analysis from you guys earlier. So uh, New Orleans on the plus for me. Jerry, mate, where are you putting your money for the Lost Dogs home? Yeah, if you heard earlier in the show, I did get to break down the Patriots and Steelers game, so all my thoughts are in there. Uh, but if you're joining late, Patriots minus the two. Uh, I think they went big here. I think P- Pittsburgh uh, played, you know, they, 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 they were given a gimme. You don't get those in the NFL, and the Patriots look terrible against the Dolphins. Patriots minus two. So I am hoping to go 2-0 and for the Royal Children's Hospital because I want to be giving out that check on Good Friday. I am putting the Jags at plus four. All right, boys, so now it's time for the uh, third and long ankle breakers competition. Basically, this is your chance to win some signed memorabilia. Uh, last week, our previous winner was Chris Gatt at Chris Gatt 7, tipped Tampa Bay by thir- uh, 13 points. The score was 19 to 3. Thanks for bringing that back up, boys. Uh, so Chris will go into the running uh, to win that prize at the end of the year. So this week, the competition is for week two. The match will be Monday at 10.20 a.m. for the Chicago Bears versus the Green Bay Packers. So once again, guys. How you enter is enter which team wins and by what margin. So, for example, week two, if you chose the Packers by 14 points on our socials, head to Twitter at littlebirdie.tv or at third and long TV. To qualify, each entry must tag one friend. Don't tag one, tag two, three. Get everyone in this competition, guys. One entry per person per week. If multiple entries are selected and they're the same, we'll go into a random selecting system and that's how we'll pick up our winner. So, guys, that's a wrap for the second show of the season. Remember to hit the shop, littlebirdietv.live, subscribe to the tip packages from either Jerry or Top Rope, follow us on YouTube or find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, Follow Little Birdie TV on Twitter and Third and Long TV on Twitter and Instagram as well. Remember, all your NFL action can be found on topsport.com.au. So invest wisely, punters. Enjoy week two and go the Cowboys.